0: I was thinking about a, a moment, a difficult moment in my life, um, but a good moment. Um, I think I was 16 or 17, and you know the teenage years are not tumultuous at all. So I had just uh, had a pretty bad argument with my mother, and I was just steaming mad, steaming mad. And I went out into the garage, and of course my dad was out there, that was a sanctuary and uh he was out there and i was just telling him how yeah i'm so mad and he could see it you know i was just steaming mad and um he's like we both played ball we both both played baseball he's like walk it off just go for a walk you just got to walk it off but i was so steaming mad i just turned around and put a hole in the wall and uh then he he said somewhat stronger to go and take a walk after that. <laughs> a little more resolute. So I did and uh, went for a walk and I don't know, came back after a half hour, 45 minutes, kind of got it out of my system. And then I, we talked, you know, dad talked and he just said, look, you got to deal with this. Like you've got to learn how to deal with your anger. You know, it's, it's something that you just, you just have to get under control. You know, and I was pretty young, and so when you're young, it's difficult sometimes to modulate your emotions, and you learn these things over time, but, you know, it was a mistake. And, and uh, of course, I remember asking him, I'm like, well, you need help with the wall? And he's like, no, it's all spackled. It's all fine, you know, of course. By the next day, you couldn't even tell it was there because Dad just would fix it. But he didn't punish me, and he could have. And, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing in the world to do not the most horrible thing, but nonetheless he could have, but he had mercy on me. You know, mercy is when somebody deserves a particular punishment, but you either let them off the hook completely, or you give them a much lesser punishment, as it were. I just, this popped into my mind, uh, considering Divine Mercy Sunday, of, of how merciful my father was many different times. And you know, when we look at the Lord Jesus, and he comes back into that upper room with his disciples, and they, they had abandoned him. They had abandoned him. Well, I mean, John didn't, but, you know, he's our favorite. So, But the, uh, all the other ones abandoned him, and one of them betrayed him. I mean, they, they failed. They made huge mistakes. Peter, huge mistakes, denying the Lord directly three times. I mean, these are not small things. And there they are. You know, the Lord had spoken to them about redemption and and about, about the power that they would receive. And there they are. As soon as he's gone, they're hiding. They're cowering in fear. They're not empowered at all. Another mistake. So they're filled with, you know, grief and guilt and fear huddled together. And the Lord if you will, breaks through in into their midst and says, peace be with you. and And, you know, the meaning of that in the original is you are reconciled, be reconciled with me. In other words, it's okay. It's okay. All that you did, it's okay. I don't hold it against you. And But he doesn't deny, you know, the reality of what happened. He shows them his hands and his side. He said, yes, this happened. It still happened. And for all of eternity, the second person of the Trinity will bear the marks of the crucifixion. Evil has stamped itself on God for all of eternity. That's how powerful it can be. And yet Jesus bore these wounds because of his great mercy for us because of his great love for us. And so he goes into that upper room, and he he doesn't hold it against them. You know, he could have said, where were you? Where'd you go? What's the deal? You of all people? But he didn't. And so when we, we look at our own relationship with the Lord, this is the kind of God we have. We don't have a God who's trying to catch us messing up. We don't have a God who's waiting for our next failure. We have a God who already knows. He already knows what we're going to do. You know, parents, you kind of, you see it, right? You see it in your kids. You can just see it. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. And you tell them, don't do it. And they're going to do it. Even when they're little and even as they get bigger. You know they're going to do it anyway, right? You know what I mean? You're like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then they do it. Then they hit their sister. It's too late. I mean, it's not a whole lot different. I mean, God is omniscient, and none of us are, but it's not a whole lot different. He knows what's going to happen. And you know what's going to happen even with your children, but even the things they do, you know that they have to learn, right? They have to learn from their mistakes. And they have to turn those mistakes into greater goodness. You know, I fear, I fear that um, we're in a world where People are just so hesitant to act. They're so afraid of making mistakes. And part of that is because we're so harsh with each other. We can be so harsh with one another. Even in here, I don't just mean out there. I don't mean, you know, the people at the 4 o'clock mass. I mean all of us. We can be so harsh with one another. And we're not gentle and patient. And merciful. And it doesn't mean that, you know, the, the mistake didn't matter. The mistake matters, and we don't just brush it aside. It has consequences, but we, we seek to learn from it. We seek to grow. How could we ever grow if we don't make mistakes? How could we ever get better if there would be no getting better if we did everything perfectly, right? It's sort of a logical impossibility. If we're already doing everything great, there's no improvement there can't be so i guess I, what i'd like to say especially to all the kids teenagers also is you know and all you old people let's just not be afraid of making mistakes let's not be afraid of of you know failing at times it's going to happen we should be more afraid of not learning from it We should be more afraid of not turning that failure into goodness in our lives. That's what the Lord wants. That's what the Lord gives us with his mercy, a chance to transform and transcend. This is what he offers on Divine Mercy Sunday. This is the God we have. A God who loves us, is patient, is merciful, and is constantly just trying to move us higher and better. Please stand.